men are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. And among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Uh, have you anything to add, compatriot Beavis? Oh, um, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, let me think. How about this? Um, all chicks shall um, be required to do it with us at all times. E porbus unum. A damn fine idea, lad. Here, here! Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. I am the co-host. I love when I'm the co-host. You're always the co-host. I know. And this is episode 198, first of 2023. God. I can't wait to go on vacation soon. I really can't. Vacation? Yep. Oh. Oh, you're going on vacation? I'm going actually on a real vacation. Ooh, a real vacation. Where are you going? Dominican Republic, Haiti, Aruba, and Curaçao. Oh. Yep, on a cruise, baby. okay. I'm trying to remember maybe a, a jingle from a cruise commercial, but I can't. Yeah, you really can't either. No. I there can't. Is none. No, I can't think of, you know, water slide world. The, well, actually, no one outside of this area is going to know that one. Um, I've never heard that before in my uh, life. So. The spirit of Massachusetts is the, is the spirit, spirit of, of America. America. There yes, you go. Know. Yep, so I'm gone in February. So February will be a light month for us, mm -hmm. but we'll have recorded hopefully 200 by then. So then we will have it. Ron can release it at its normal time to make everyone happy. Oh, wait a minute. We, we won't have shows because of you instead of yes, me. This time, this wow. Time. And then after that, we're going to have Texas for you because I'm not going to Texas anymore. Oh. Oh, nope. using too much vacation. Even though the tickets all of a sudden are way cheaper there now. What do you mean way cheaper? Remember, oh, rem remember when you said, yeah, I was going to drive there. They're like $500, $600, whatever. I know. Yeah, now they're like $200. I know. But they're not here. Not in Albany. Not in Albany, but they are in Rochester. Yeah. And yeah. Rochester right. and Syracuse, it's cheap, but yeah. Buffalo and Albany suck. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, we, we're good. We're cool here. Mm hmm. <laughs> so we have a little different show normally. Different show normally? Well, yes. We're, we're having guests, as we stated. Yes. Last time. Yes, we did. Uh, I could keep it a mystery, but they're going to be right in the show notes, so that's kind of stupid. But we're, we're going to have the Twippy crew on. So yeah, we'll be having the Twippy crew on. We'll be talking about the Twippies, because like I said in the last episode, if you can't win a Twippy, just bring the Twippies to you. Yes, and since we can't win one. But we did get... We well, did get we're nominated! I know, we were nominated again, so I have to say thank you guys for nominating us. And hopefully... We do better than 6th or 7th like we did last time. <laughs> well, I did notice. If you look at the list, it's pretty much every podcast that's kind of regular. <laughs> you yeah. know, either monthly or monthly or more frequent. Yes. Pretty much got we'll nominated. Go in, we'll go into the Twippies a little later on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also nominated was uh, Silverball Chronicles. 
What's that? My other podcast. Uh, can be, I never heard of that before. Listen to on the Pinball Network. My, me with my uh, co-host, David Dennis. He's he's a little wacky. Yes, he's Canadian. That's, that's a given. All right, so we're going to start off the new year. With bad news. With bad news. Dean Grover passed away, and I don't know how many out there know who that is. But if you don't, we're going to let you know. Use a programmer. He actually worked for Williams. So if you enjoy Congo, if you enjoy uh, Safecracker, yep. you've experienced his work. Um, he has been working at Stern for a while. Yeah, a long time. And he he did a lot of the home pins, like Star. What did he do? I think he did Star Wars Home Edition. Yep. He did Supreme. Yeah. But he, also, he did Beatles. Yes, he did. And he's also worked on a lot of the cornerstones i think more than is listed it doesn't list a lot of the cornerstones he worked on i agree that he did parts of and we had him on with the zeppelin crew yes with uh tim sexton and raymond davidson was it two years well two years ago now yeah i guess it'll be two two years years ago now two years and i actually knew dean from papa days yep because he was a top competitive player and he lived in colorado and he, I didn't realize he had a lot of health issues. No, neither did I. Um, I mean, if you listen to our interview, he does mention at one point that he can't leave because of his house because he has health. It's something like that. There, there was a tidbit in there about that, but I had no idea he had, I guess he had had a, it didn't say hearts, a cardiac arrest in 2009. Okay. And in uh, the liver transplant, I saw he had a lot of issues, but. He's a nice guy. Very nice guy. A little story like during COVID, we were doing, me and the Rock Fantasy crew, the Orange County Pinball crew, were doing these Skype calls. And we start, we did a couple of these tournaments where you would just go play one of your own games and try to, you'd have a target score. And however close to the target score you got, that's how the scoring was done. It was this, you know, we were trying to do anything to, Get through it. Get through it. And Dean Grover actually joined one of them. That's cool. And he was there like, I'm going to play Beatles. <laughs> and I, I, I was the only one on the call that knew that he did Beatles. It's like, of course you're going to do Beatles. Of course. Um, I feel bad for his family, of course. And, you know, it's another lost asset that we've lost in pinball. He was a great guy. He was easy to talk to as you hear on our interview and before that, you know, so very sorry for his family and his friends. Yeah. And that's the second, second guest that we've had. That's no longer with us. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yes. That's kind of crazy. Anything about it is we've been doing this too long. That too. That is true. Yeah. You've been putting up with me way too long. long. But rest in peace, Dean. Yes. So let's see. Uh, also, a Bells tournament. Yes, you had a I had big the be- Bells tournament. I had the Bells tournament in my house. And I, you know what, Bruce? What? Only Bells tournaments from now on. Why? They don't break anything? They brought their own stuff. Usually I have plates and cups and all that. No, they brought their own. They're, they're smarter than us. Yes, they are. And they took everything <laughs> back. Like when they were when they left, it was like it never happened. It was just like, boop. Everything's all put away. Everything's awesome. Cleaned up, ready to rock yep. for next time. Yep. Only Bell's tournaments now. Guys suck. Oh, we do. The women are much better. 
and it went well. And here's a quote you don't typically hear in a tournament. Wow, this is going much faster than we anticipated. We're going to add two more rounds. Wow. Yeah, you don't hear that in tournaments ever. No, no but that, that's what you heard here. Yep. Everything finished on time. Everything went as smooth as could be, Bruce. Wow. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's me and Zach that are the issue. Uh, 100%. You're the issue. No, I think it's Zach. <laughs> <laughs> you know how hard he is to get along with. Come on. <laughs> uh, Lauren, a local, won the okay, tournament. Congratulations. And she, she's the, the Albany Bells chairperson. I don't know how that works. But she's the one I've been trying to, you know, like, I have a location. You could yeah. play here. And, and I said, see? See what happens? It's been a while. So how was your Christmas? Have yourself a merry little Christmas. I got a coat. I got a charging station for my phone, my watch, and my, if when I finally get, you know, earbuds, you know, I got a charging station. That's what I got. Mm. Yeah. Did you know I can't, I can't use earbuds? Uh, I know. My wife can't either. I have narrow ear canals. Yes. You have a small canal, boy. I have a small canal. <laughs> Basically, it hurts like hell after I put... Like my wife put, has also. Same things with um, like uh, earplugs. Uh, they hurt like most instantly, unfortunately. Uh, let's see. what. Else? Oh, I got a Dilbert calendar. That was my other thing. Those are my two things. Yeah, I got my wife a one of those in glass and stitch pictures, like an uh, etched picture in a piece of block glass. It's pretty cool with her and her dad and her dad passed a couple of years ago. So I found a picture that I thought she'd like, and I was the good husband. Oh, I asked my dad, what the hell do you want? And he's just like, uh, uh, shoot. Yeah. Shoe rack. There you go. Okay. So he got a shoe rack. All right. I don't know how he has so many shoes, but he does. He does. Oh, we talked about uh, the demo man in my league. Yes. You know, all these suggestions. Um, yes. When I showed up for the final week, they said it was fixed. And what was the problem? They, they didn't say. No one knew. But it's working now. There Yikes. you go. Isn't That's that great? That's total a fail. letdown. <laughs> That's a total fail. Yeah, we also had someone chimed in about we were wondering which pinball manufacturers have the old UL certification. Yes. And uh, we have Stern, JJP does. Mm hmm. And uh, Chicago Gaming. So those are your three. So that means no no American spooky. Pinball, no spooky. no spooky. No Haggis. No Pinball Brothers. They might have CE, though. Pinball Brothers. Because I think anything you sell electronic in Europe has to have CE. As long as they don't have CTE, we wouldn't want no. that. No. No. That was bad. Um, wow, that was bad. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, he's, all, he's here all week. Try to be all. I'll tell you. I'm all right now, but last week, I'll, I'll shape you. Uh, I get no respect. No respect. You know, my, my wife's dad died. We had him frozen. Every time I get a beer, he falls out of the refrigerator. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, what else was because you mentioned? Oh, Pinball Brothers. Yes. Did you see? They have combined. They're joining forces with Pedretti, the company that actually makes the pinball machines. Hey, we make a good a pinball. So we make a good in Italy. Yes, yeah, they make a good. <laughs> they're going to combine into this combined company called Euro Pinball. What do you think about that? 
dead silence. Yeah. Hey, we make a good pinball. We just give away more parts than anything else. You know, when you get a pinball machine, we give you a second box. We give you parts with box. Hopefully it all works. Uh. <laughs> yeah. That, that, they should give you that with an alien, just a big oh. box. What's that big box that's with the game? Well, that's just the parts of all the stuff that will fail. It includes uh, tr- um, stand-up targets, a brand-new computer. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it should. And if you send it back, you get cheaper. You, you get money back. Okay. Because if you didn't have to use it. <laughs> that could be a bit. Like each pinball manufacturer, if they were going to send you a box of shit with the game, what would they send you? Well, pinball runs be everything. Yeah, Stern would send you uh, coil Node stops, boards. Node, Node boards. <laughs> American pinball, pretty much nothing maybe. Uh, spooky server motors, uh, servo servo motors, motors and 3D printed items. 3D printed items. Um, they would not and send you the manual because they don't have razor any. blades. Razor blades. They, yeah, to cut away all that glue gun that they had in the old stuff. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see. JJP playfields. Playfield shipping. Uh, what else we got? Bad rules. Some of the games. Oh, especially that dialed in. That you sucks. can't put that, that in a box. Shut up. Dialed in rules. <laughs> What's the matter with you people? Ah, damn it. Ah, so happy to be back. Yes, see, it's all fun. It's all fun and excitement until somebody gets insulted. Then it's even better. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. All right, there's a bunch of news here. Let's see. Let's, uh... We got rid of Gary because Gary didn't, you know, Gary didn't want to come on our show. Gary didn't want to come on our show. But he wants to go on other people's shows. Did you see this? Oh, oh, what show did he go on? He's going on uh, the Super Awesome Pinball Show. He is when? Yeah, because they're asking questions. What do you want to ask Gary Stern before he retires? Well, yeah. Well, yeah wait a well, minute. I thought he already retired. I thought it was effective the first. It was. So, but you know, that was the tagline. But the you know, we got rid of him because he didn't want to come on Slam Tilt. The letters and all the abuse worked. I don't think he knows who Slam Tilt is or cares. No, he read us once. He read an email once. He read an email once. How do you know? I know. Oh, you just know. Because he said no. <laughs> he just ignored it. You know, like, yeah, he just there. ignored it. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Gary Stern steps down as Stern Pinball CEO. Yes, he still stays the head of the board, if I remember they said. Yep. And Seth Davis takes over. Yes, so. Which is not a surprise because that's why he was brought in there. He was brought in there for that. So we can all pay more money for our uh, Insider Connected next year. Oh, God. You'll love it. Yes, he worked for Disney, which worries yeah. me. Uh, yeah, because you know how I love Disney. Yeah, Disney has not been uh, too good. They have been really bad with their product lately. Uh, I I listen to one YouTuber, and oh my god, he just bashes Disney so much, and a lot of it is true. And my wife's even going, uh, like, oh my cool. god, I need to subscribe to whoever that is. Oh, you would, you would definitely. <laughs> I will definitely send you the link. And if anybody else wants the link for that guy, I will send it. But I will not talk about it since it does talk about a certain part of uh, Disney that people do not like. Certain Like part. She-Hulk. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, also. Shelly Sachs left. She retired. 37 years. Congratulations, Shelly. We wanted her on. I've asked a couple of times. She doesn't want to do any interviews. No, no interviews. But the thing is that – also wasn't a surprise being that Gary retired and the fact, if you remember when they had some recent hirings, they announced yeah, they, one, they one of them was uh, assistant to Shelly Sachs. And yeah. I was thinking like, okay, there's, 
the the new Shelly Sacks in the future. Yes. And I, I would assume that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, but also, Michael O'Donnell retired, and he's been there since Data East. Yeah, Data East, mid eighty, uh, mid nineties. I mean, let's say thirty five years. So that would be oh, so. that would be beyond mid nineties. Eighty seven. Eighty seven. Very good yeah. math. I'm proud of you. Yeah, he's their chief financial officer, so he's been there forever. So the old guard going out, new guard coming in, new era. Yeah, I guarantee Gary will still stay. You know, what's on the line? What's what's a, we need a multi ball and this and this. Yes, he's still he's still on the board. Yeah, so you'll hear from him. He will continue as chairman of the board, and Dave Peterson, he's he's the money guy, mm-hmm. and one of the investors, will continue to serve as vice chairman of the board. So there you go. So some change upstairs. Change upstairs. I, I don't understand some of the, why didn't George Gomez get promoted? It's like, George Gomez doesn't want to be the CEO. What, what, what's no. wrong with you people? Do people know no. how companies work? No, he wants to be in production. He wants yes. to have his finger in the games. He makes the games. Don't get me wrong. I bet you eventually, maybe when he gets a little older, maybe he would like to be on the board. Because then you would have more control above, maybe giving more Dude, money. Dude, he's in his 60s. How much older is he going to oh, be? Maybe 70s. Maybe you when I'm know. 80, I think I want to be on the board. Uh, but he is a very big influence in a lot of the games, including making games still, you know, with uh, Bond coming out. He's the head of making games, basically. Yeah, he's head production. He really is. He's the... Yeah, he really is. As in, yeah, that's his title, literally. Yeah, so I'd rather have him at the helm than a lot of other people, so... And he's proven he can do the job. Mm-hmm. And Bond is pretty good, except for the rules. They suck. <laughs> we'll get into Bond. I have that on here. You do? We, we don't follow a list. Come on, stop. Uh, we, we totally follow a list. I, see, I got, <laughs> I got new CEO, CFO, Shelly Sachs retires. You mm-hmm. see? Yeah. Since I have it up on my tab here, the Pinball Brothers Pedretti Gaming thing. Yeah. The Euro, Euro Pinball Corp. The one thing I also wanted to mention is they are going to move. The, the companies are going to move the production to a new facility. Yeah, because the first one burnt. No, that was the other. Help. That was the other company, Bruce. You're getting your European companies confused. Oh, that's right. That was the other company that we've never seen a pinball from machine yet. That's, that's the right. Super Hoop people. Yes, the Super Hoop. Who people. are also two companies who I can't remember their name. One designs the games, and then the other one actually makes the makes games. It. The one who made the games. The yeah, the facility burnt down. Yeah. Partially. Partially. And I can't remember them. They're European. I'm sorry. I'm, yes, I'm, a, I'm an ugly American. It's only about America. America. There's only one football. That's American football. Soccer sucks. <laughs> yeah. America. So Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. So we did have Queen pictures, and they showed video of Queen. Pinball Brothers did. And music's awesome, because it was a great music band. But, ugh. I don't know. The, the play field, there's nothing horrifically no, pretty, wrong about it's, it. It's pretty boring. Well, yeah, but it's not like – is is it a Halloween level, like what the fuck level? Uh, no, no, it's no, not. No, no, not at all. No, no. The turd that is Halloween. Uh, I, I, I hear I hear you guys are trying to sell yours. <laughs> no, well, it's not mine. I didn't I, – I told him when he had it on order. And he's like, I'm going to sell Rush L.E. for yeah, my... Yeah, he sold like, Rush L.E. to buy Halloween. I'm like, no. No. And Rush, like, no. <laughs> that and full, full Vader, no. And yes, he did. And then he's like, yeah, this game's not that great. No. 
No. No. It's not. It's not. I don't think rules will help that game. No. 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 No, no, no. No. No, no. All right. Uh, there was a another yet another George Gomez interview. Yeah, gee, God. <laughs> with uh, Joel Engelberth. It was um, off of the Pinball Network. Uh, he said, and as usual, he said a lot of interesting things, and it don't, never miss a George Gomez interview. No, because you'll know more about the company yeah. than, you know. Yeah, you'll, he'll, like, huh, are they letting him say that? Uh, it's, well, he can say it, so he's the production <laughs> Yeah, guy. I mean, he's like the one guy. <laughs> I can't scold myself, so I'll just let it go. <laughs> so he gave up, he gave away, like, who the teams, well, there's two cornerstones this year. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right? Yeah, this year, because we're in yep. this year now. Two cornerstones, and he gave the teams. So it's going to be uh, you know Jack Danger's game with Tanya Kleiss as the lead, and then the other one's going to be Brian Eddy game with Dwight Sullivan as the lead software guy, and Zombie Eddy will be doing art on both of them. So do do we think the Eddy game is Venom, or do we just drop that at this point? Like it's just not Venom. Like that's not even a thing. I don't think it's a thing. You don't think it's a thing? Nope. Dangers is supposedly Foo Fighters. I mean, I've heard that forever. And I'm, I'm not hearing any different. Yeah. So, so I'm going with that. Not a fan? No. No? I like the music. Just I don't stop with the music themes now. We've, oh, we've wait, gotten so all the So you like the music. Band. You're just sick of music bands. Yes. Okay. That's exactly, you know, stop with the Marvel. Stop with something else. Let's try something different, please. Like what? I don't know, but let's try. Disney, Marvel, they own everything. I mean, what what else are you going to make movies? Maverick? There you go. There's one. Yeah, see? There you go. Boom. You just pulled out something right out of your well, ass. Well, I thought Two JJP seconds. was already doing that. I, I see that as a Steve Ritchie game myself. Yeah, would I? So would I. But yeah, or something. Something. Fast and Furious. I don't care, but something different. Give us something different? That's what you're saying, Bruce. Yes. Okay. But better than dialed in. Maybe yeah, again. <laughs> What's with the constant bashing of dialed in? What about Beavis and Butthead? I, I would know. love to see that. Hello. What the hell, Bo? You're going to make our goddamn game? Damn it. Something. It's just music pins. Every every year we have a or every year, year and a half, we have a music pin. Yeah, you got to have music pins. That's the way it works. No? No. No? No. Past two music pins have just been. Eh. In my uh, notes, I got Twippy nominated. Oh, we already did that. Yay! We got nominated. Yay! <laughs> we, Yay. we should. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Head to Head had its annual episode. Yes, I love the boys. Oh my God, I love the boys. Love Ryan Say. And I love Marty. You guys got to do more than once a year. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, come on. We should on. get them on. We should get them both on again. You're in the same country and all. I mean, don't you live like 10 minutes apart? Come on. Let's do the ultimate sore subject. The one that everyone is talking about. James Bond 60th. Yeah. Cash grab. Oh, see. Okay. So. <laughs> so let's go over for people who don't know. That's the super LE. Yes. Designed by Keith Elwin, throwback yes. type game, single level play field. Four spinners. Four, they're going to make 500 units. And I'm trying to remember what I said in previous episodes, what I thought it would cost. I think I was close. Yeah, you were closest. It's going to be $20,000. Yeah. And not surprisingly, I think distributors still have them. Yes, they do. Surprise, surprise. They are not sold out. 
So, thoughts? Well, full disclosure, I was on the list for one of these. What? Yeah, I was. I actually don't mind the artwork as bad as everyone's been bashing it. Uh, well, you don't want to hear my opinion then. <laughs> I like that they at least have all five or, or all the bombs in there. You know, that's cool. That's nice to see. Yeah. Isn't there six bonds? There's six. There's six. Yeah. I always forget about the one, just only one. George Lazenby, you forget yeah, about him? I always, I always forget about him. He was bad. But he was the only English, you know, he was really. He know, was Australian. Australian. Actually, bait, but right. Know. Yeah, I was on the list. And, and then you saw it and you went, eject, eject, uh, I, eject. Not immediately. <laughs> I, I, I thought about it for a little bit. Then I kept watching the um, – they, they released the – Videos. There was a trailer video, then a features video, which the trailer video was public, and then the features one wasn't for a while. It was unlisted. Yeah. I, I, unlisted. I don't get it why they do that, but they're both out there now. They're both listed now. And I watched them a bunch of times, and it's like, I just can't do it. No, not for it's twenty. A, I just can't do it's it. It's a nine thousand, eight thousand dollar game. It okay? It is. So it is. So when we looked at this earlier, because there was the leaked mock-up photo. Yeah, it really wasn't that different from the the mock-up photo. It pretty no, much it is. It was pretty much. It is basically Bond movie posters on both sides of the cabinet. Yep. Including there's big black spaces, like but there's no art at all, I know. which is weird. The back glass is just all the bonds. Yep. Just copy. I mean, this is the ultimate copy and paste. Yeah. And I, I know George Gomez says they, they had to do a lot of work with upscaling the art, et cetera, and all that. But still, it's literally just copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, yeah. paste art. And it's both sides of the cabinet, the movie posters, the back glass is all the bonds. Yeah. The play field, the play field actually is probably the least crappy looking thing. Yeah, I agree. That's what I like the best. It does a lot with, it's got the, the heads like the regular Bond does. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's painted art, but it's fr- whatever. Really? Yeah, it looks like, you know, Photoshop. Yeah, art. Photoshop painted art. That's a new term. Photoshop painted art is what it looks like. I mean, it looks like it'd be a fun game to shoot. Oh, yeah. I think it'd be a great game to shoot. There was nothing Not in it 22. that looked. No. Like, oh my God, this is this is change, changing the face of pinball or anything like that. But no. it, it was never meant to do that. This, this no, no, it's not. No, it was this just game meant- was something that the licensor and speaking of licensors, has there ever been a more pain in the ass licensor that Stern has dealt with? You think than these guys? Oh, I know. I think the original uh, Star Wars, you know, game was probably a pain in the ass for them. Yeah, but even they were able to get approvals for movie clips and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, don't forget. Here, here's the, here's the problem you're you're th- not thinking about. I'm not thinking about. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Truly. Truly. MGM was just sold to Amazon. So now you're dealing from one company that was probably a pain in the ass to another company that's a pain in the ass while you're doing this. And then you also have this. What's the name? Uh, Broccoli Brothers or Broccoli? You know? No, no, no. It's not. Bro- okay, they're not brothers. Broccoli. It, it's broccoli, broccoli, and it's the broccoli. it's the daughter. Yes. Of, uh, I think Albert Broccoli, the original yeah. dude. Yeah, Broccoli. Yes. Originally, yes. originally, I think it was it was Broccoli and Harry Saltzman. Yeah. And, and the Saltzman Salt. was actually Canadian. And he had to bow out because he, he lost all his money and he sold off his whatever to get more money. So it was just Albert Broccoli. And then he died and his daughter took over. And I hear they're very hard to deal with. 
So, oh, we're hearing these ridiculous stories. Like, well, no, but Amazon is a humongous company. Now, you just bought a whole movie company, took all their assets in, and now you have this little company that wants to use these assets. Is that really on your radar? The thing is, they've made Stern look so bad oh. in this. They, they, they're the ones who didn't want it. You know, told them to pull the reveal. They're yep. the ones that are taking forever. That code is still in like alpha stage. Oh, it's terrible. And, it really is. And I'm hearing, I'm hearing ridiculous things now that I hope are not true. Things like, like right now in the game, if you're in a mode and you start multi-ball, the mode ends. You cannot. You're nerfed. Yeah, the, the, mo- mo- the mode the, just here's ends. The, here's and, here's and the supposed, worst thing. Well, here's the thing. They're saying that that's like a licensor thing. That the licensor's telling them, well, that's two different movies. You can't have them running at the same time. God, yeah. I hope that isn't true. It is, and the timer's still going in the background. What does that mean, the timer? So you have two modes going. You know, you have a mode going, and the multi-ball goes. The timer's still going in the background, oh. but it's not counting for anything. Mm. It's even worse than you would think. You would think, okay, we'll freeze it. If you want to freeze it and not double stack, totally agree. You have now another movie going on. When you're done with multi-ball, it should go back to that. Nope. Yeah, it's over. Ignored. So you think that rumor is true? You can't have two oh, movies. I played it. Well, no, I don't. I don't. Well, people are saying it's like that because that—that's the rumor, as opposed I don't to it's know. just that not the way. I don't, I just don't know. Okay, I, I'm, but it's never happened before. Yeah, I mean, I think they just it, the art. I mean, the it, it, it looks like ass. I thought the stepper motors for the scoring reels was cool. New scoring reels implementation of that with the back box terrible oh with the cut out well, slots it were the dmd where the oh, lcd yeah. display was i was like oh my god why couldn't you just put this in the back glass and make it look so much nicer well doesn't big juicy melons and paps can crusher and primus all have, it in the all back have the reels yes but they have the reels but don't they all have one set of reels Yes. So what happens when you go player to player? It just changes to whatever the score is. I guess, yes. Cause and the other thing is they got they got a display in the middle of the play field, a small display. Yes. And it's like an iPhone size. And that's not gonna be playing movie clips. I think people no. think that's gonna be playing. It, they said right on the um the Stern podcast they had Yeah. They had the team for Bond sixtieth on there. And that was one of the questions, and they said, "Like, no, that's it's going to be for giving you instructions and telling you what to do." Yeah. So, yeah, the thing is, when you look at the thing, it's like, well, we'll use the Beatles argument. The Beatles it has a ton of mechs in it yes. for a single level playfield. It has. Well, we'll compare this. Bond sixtieth has two flippers, mm-hmm. four spinners, four spinners. I think ten drop targets. Yes. Right, spinning disc. Then you have what does Beatles have? Eleven drop targets, four flippers, a spinning disc, a magnet thing at the top. Yes, a magnet in a spinning disc also. So, so if you're gonna go by, and Beatles is supposedly the most expensive license. So if you're going yes. by that, what the hell? This game happened, should have Bobby? been. Well, I won't say eight thousand because of inflation. Okay, ten thousand. Yeah, ten thousand, maybe even twelve. Yeah, ten to twelve thousand. Like I think if they put this out at six, even at fourteen thousand, yes, you still have the most expensive pinball machine, but it's not that much more, and it's. I think it's going to be a fun shooter, but 
you're only selling to five, you know, I don't know. Just it, <laughs> it's really a cash grab. Yeah, and I've heard people like, well, the, it's a license. They had to get the rights for uh, all the all the bonds, like all the likeness. I don't. Don't Someone so. can correct me, and I, I know a lot of newer stuff works that way, but I don't think it works that way for this. You mean to tell me Stern had to get Sean Connery's family's permission to use his likeness in the game? I think since it's on movie quips and movie stuff. It's, I think it's it ha- when you sign up as Bond, yes. you are given Eon the right to use your likeness as Bond. Yes. So when you need to use Bond, you pay Eon. Yes. You're not paying the actor. What the bloody hell, masters? What the hell? Someone can correct me if I'm wrong there, but I'm pretty sure they did not have to pay all these different bonds to be in this game. No, no. So, no. And, and and I don't think this license was as expensive as Beatles. No. So it is a cash grab. Cash grab. But the thing is, I think the issue with this is you have a game, and the thing is, Ellen volunteered for this. Yes, he did. It's not like Stern said... You're doing no. This this was something that the licensor asked for. We want to throw back old school game, and Elwin threw his like I'd like to do this because an interesting thing Elwin said in in this interview. He said I, I had a longer than usual break in between cornerstones. Yeah, he did say cornerstones. I know for everyone who thinks he's on what Back to the Future and it's going to be a Kapow title and all that. Either that or he considers that a cornerstone, even he though it's might. a Kapow title. Who knows? It might be just, yeah. Or he could be trolling. Who knows? Yeah. But, yeah, he volunteered because he, he wanted to do this. And then when he started doing it, I wanted to do a game with four spinners. And he got one. And he got one. He made a game with four spinners. I'm sure it'll, it'll be fun. Yep. It'll shoot great. I wish he got it. I wish he did buy it. And I, I think the issue with... And people don't realize this. They they always like there were people bashing Ellen, like how could he do this? And like, it's like it's they not, don't understand. Stern, it's still business. It's, it's, yes, there's different departments at Stern, folks. There's a department who makes the games, you know. And he thought it'd be cool to make this game. Then there's the departments that price the games, the business side. Yeah, they're different, folks. You know, and I think this is issue with this game is it's design by the, the top designer out there right now, and it's designed for the pinball player. Yep. But it's priced for the rich Bond collector. Oh, yeah. It's got to be on their website and page yeah. and everything like and, that. And, and the really rich pinball collector. But it's, it's oh, and, and insane locations that will buy this shit. Yeah. So if you're, if you're nope, near one of not those. Us. Not us. Oh, you're not going to have one of those? Nope. We have a pro. I, we have an L.E. That's all we have. Not a super alley. Well, like uh, Sunshine Laundry Mat in New York City is probably going to get one of these. I know um, Ace Gogi, that place in um, yep. California, they're getting one of those. These, um, if you're near some psycho, you know, psycho collectors, there's got to be someone in Rochester get one of these. I think one will probably, but yeah. who knows? But so if you're not in a location that you have people are going to get this, and you don't go to shows, you're never going to play this game. No. And I think that's why people were so pissed. Because it's like a player's game, but players aren't going to get to play it. Yeah. And then they blame the wrong people. <laughs> yeah, they do blame the wrong people. If you want to blame somebody, blame management. That's it. Plain and simple. It is a cash grab. I-, I can only say I hope with the money they made from this, it goes into Spike 3, some cool new mech, you know, something, yeah, something. that furthers the games and makes them more awesome. Yeah. 
but $10 million in their pocket mm-hmm. for 500 games. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Have you played Dr. No yet for the pro or have you played any bonds? The only bonds I've played are at shows. Okay. Yeah, we got the LE last week. It came in Wednesday and it's set up already at the uh, Rochester Pinball Collective. Oh, where's that at? That's at 349 West Commercial Street in East Rochester, New York. Suite number 2965. Woo-hoo. And it's the uh, Thunderball. Thunderball. So we Thunder have the LD. Thunderball. <laughs> yeah. Wait, but does it play Thunderball? No. What? No. But I did notice it does not play the Bond theme all the time. Oh, that's good. What happens is, no, it's not good. Oh. What it happens is they play the theme from, like, if you go into a certain movie or a certain mode, it goes off the Bond theme, and it plays the movie theme like you would hear not in the main, like, not the main songs. Like, you don't hear Goldfinger, but you hear music that was in Goldfinger during one of the movies, like, during the movie, in the background at, like, volume one or volume two. It's very low. You have to really squint in here, but you hear it. And you're like, oh, that'd be great to hear loud and nice and powerful. And nope. He got to squint in here. Yeah. You got to like squint. <laughs> and we like, like, you're up against the speaker going, come on, I can hear it fairly. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's okay. The rules are terrible. Oh my God. The rules are so fucking. The shots, I like the shots. Some are really fucking hard. Here's how bad the rules are. There's a super skill shot. Uh-huh. The super skill shot is the right scoop right by the car. Right by the car. So the lower right. The lower right. The super so you go you got a soft plunge or come all the way around. Yeah, all the way around and then you can either sometimes you can bounce it and sometimes they'll go in, or you catch it on you know, and then you hit the shot within five seconds. Now scoring in this game, unless you're you can't stack. So it's really a grind sometimes until you start completing modes. But the super skill shot is 10 million points. Mm-hmm. And I, literally, I sat for like six minutes playing the game, and I got like 15 to 20 million. These guys come up, catch the ball, shoot the super skill shot, 10 million. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Who's our programmer for this game, sir? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Who's your programmer? No, no. Excuse me, Ron. Ron, I'm asking a question. As a pinball aficionado and knowledge of all pinball, who is the programmer of Bond? Your favorite, Lonnie. Oh, okay. Okay, thank you. So, yeah, since you have the you know the cut-and-paste artwork, now you have the cut-and-paste rule guy. Oh, very yep, nice. So there you go. It's just all perfect. Yeah, the rules are definitely alpha slash beta. And supposedly that's being delayed because they're just take forever to get any approvals. Yes. So I've heard ridiculous things like like the person who approves it has epileptic seizures if they see the flashing uh, display. So they can only look at one clip at a time. Literally, this is something of rumor no, that's out there. That's yeah, just, I don't believe that that's one. That's just silly. Um, no, so, what, if, what if he was watching the Dwight game? Boy, he'd be dead on oh the ground. Oh, my God. This person will be done. <laughs> Winter is coming. Ghostbusters. 
Very good. Oh, you just be dead on the ground. Ah. <laughs> uh, ay ay ay. So wow, yeah, cuz the the other game the other game. It's going to be a Dwight Bryan Eddie game. It's it's like Williams. Yeah. Like we're going back to 90s Williams here. Yeah. Great. That is great. Everyone loves 90s Williams, Bruce. Come on, you do too. You have a Whitewater, an attack from Mars. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you for uh, telling all the people that. Um, <laughs> so the the Bond 60th has a spinning disc with Odd Jobs hat on it. Yeah, Odd Jobs hat. So it's like they found where they got slash hats. Well, <laughs> <laughs> And they said, we got a deal for you. <laughs> they took the Avengers spinner, the, the Avengers spinning disc, and yep. yeah, put a hat on it. Yeah, put a hat on it. Yeah. Yeah. Not 20K, guys. No, I'm sorry. It's, it's not 20K. It's not. Even, even if the real, I mean, what? So the only new technology in the thing would maybe the reels, the pulse how, reels, how yeah. they're doing the reels. So is the new reel technology worth no. eight grand or whatever? No. No, <laughs> as I said, the implementation of it is really—it's just ugly. Oh, you don't like that? Yeah, because it—it's just one set of reels. What's four reels? Four reels. Four reels, and it's where the LCD usually is, and it almost from a distance looks like it's digital, like it's not even real. Yeah, actual reels, which turned out to Elwin changed his profile picture and Facebook to be the actual reels, just to show people that yes, these are real, actual reels. reels. And they look great. They, I think they did a great job with them. I was like, wow, you know, it's nice to see somebody using old technology to make it. But you, a you game. wanted four players. You wanted four sets of reels. Yeah, no, I didn't want that either. Oh, that, just, that, I just that would be thirty thousand. Was that? The other thing is the back glass actually does have, or it's either in the back glass or the LCD area. They have, they have score thresholds on the top. So if you get over like 9,999 yes. and 10,000 lights, 12, you know, lights 20, 30, yeah. 40. Plus they have a, if you roll it over, there's an over the top light. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's like a tilt light. They try to make things old school. More old school. I agree. More old school. I'd love to play the thing. Yeah. I can't wait if I can. I don't think I'm going to stand in line in Texas to play it. No. I mean, uh, if the line's shorter, maybe, but... I'm sure, like I said, it's it's a game made for pinball players, but not priced for. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> not at all. <sighs> yeah, it's a shame. Ain't it's that a shame. Do you think now, here's another question I'm going to ask you this. Mm-hmm. If it was 15K, would you have bought it? Uh, maybe. It's a much higher probability. Okay. 15K and 750 made. Uh, I don't really go, but yeah, I, okay. No, I just want to make sure I know we, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the other thing. There's only 500 of these. So yeah. some, some would argue, well, it's not like the Beatles had what? 1964, 1964. Yeah. And yeah. this is only 500. So that's why it needs to be way more. Yeah. And there was only like how many platinums, how many, yeah, yeah. You know, but I think they have, they, if they, they were looking for the ceiling. I think they found it. Oh, yeah, because it's not selling as fast as they thought. No. And they had to pay for it by this past Friday. Mm-hmm. All the distributors. Yep. Yes, they did. So if they couldn't pay for it, it would go back to into the pool, and they would ask the next distributor. Yep. So. And I know there's distributors that still have them. Oh, yeah. There's a couple. Yep. You could, you, it's not going to be as hard to find as you think. If you say today, like, hey. 
I just hit the lottery. I got 20000 I want one. You can probably find it in a second. The distributor I was working through, Zach, hi, Zach, uh, flipping Isaac. out. Of uh, flipping out. He, he yes. still had, he posted on Facebook. Still got yeah. some. Yep. Some. Yeah. So not just one. Some. Oh, yeah. There was, yeah. Yeah. I'm just bringing it at that point, too. Some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, has Scooby-Doo sold out yet? Nope. I don't think so. Nope. And, you can and, still get it on their website as of yesterday. And TNA. I don't think that's sold out either. Nope. So maybe we've hit the ceiling, folks, and you guys are just getting a little nutty out there. Well, there is a recession and everything, you know. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, it's slowing down. It, everything's yes. slowing down. It's slowing down. That. It's slowing down. Free money, no more. Mm-hmm. Free money, no more. Let's see. What else do I got? That's... Uh, I got something. I got a couple things. All right. We want to do that first or the ball bag? Uh, we can do my thing so we don't forget. Okay. I'll, I'm old. You're old? Okay. I am old. You are older than me. I am older than you. Barely. Barely. And it gets closer every day. No, it doesn't. I, it does. That's not how it works. Oh, over the whole year's time, the percentage does go down. The per- that, no. It is. No, yes. you'll be the same amount of days older than me forever. But the percentage of your lifetime, it still gets closer to me. Sorry, it does. That doesn't even make sense. Yes, it does. Okay, so when you were 30 and I'm 32. Oh, we, we, we've, done, we've gone through this conversation I, 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 before. Exactly, we're not going to do it again. My numbers are factual and no one's disputed me. Uh, no one's disputed you. Okay. I am undisputable with this. Uh, yes, you're undisputable. What, what, what do you want to talk about? I am no longer a Fathom Mermaid Edition owner. Well, you, you weren't anyway. I, uh, no, I owned a spot. You owned a spot. But now I do not own a spot. A local, one of our local friends, bought my spot. So you're 0 for 2. 0 for 2. Because you had the uh, Wizard of Oz. No, 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 I'm not 0 for uh, is, there, is there more? You had you had a spot for the original Wizard of Oz. No, so I did have a spot for Rick and Morty, and I waited. So I'm actually one for three. One for three. Okay. So you're one for three on spot games. So now, yeah, yeah you sold your Wizard of Oz spot. Now you sold sold your Haggis spot. Yep. But I did keep my uh, Rick and Morty spot, and then sold it like three months after I bought it. Perform. Mm-hmm. I uh, actually six months. I had the game for like six months. Well, and you also have a Scooby Doo spot. I do, so it could be two for four. I could be almost batting five hundred, or I could be down to two fifty. Right now, I'm batting three thirty three. Very good. You you figured all that math out by yourself. Um, I I am an, a mechanical engineer. I hate to say. So that means you're good with averages, math. math. Okay. Yes, because we we use math in mechanical engineering. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. Bruce bought two games in the, the new year so far. What? Already? <laughs> Already. Two games? And one's off the list of our every every time going on the show list. You mean the ones you beg for every time we're on the show? Yep. Mm-hmm. Luckily, uh, one came from Mike Dimas, a good friend of the show. Hi, Mike. Uh, he pointed us in the right direction for a rotation eight. You had to go to Canada. We did. Me and Zach got our passports out. Fastest we ever went through customs. Zach was thinking we were get nailed each way. So we go up to Canada. There's about a line of like 10 cars. And then they open a new gate. So, oh, okay, we've got like three cars. We get in line. You know, we get in line, comes up. Where are you going? We're going to Melbourne, blah, 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 Canada. What are you going for? Pinball machine. How much money are you bringing in? $1,000. Okay. Have a nice day. So we went up. Got the game. Now it's in this guy's basement in his house. And this game is 38 inches wide. 
and a beast. So you can't like go up the stairs with it or anything like that. You have to tip it on its side. Luckily, we took the play field out, but we get there and it, me and Zach are looking at it like, oh, we got to go up all these stairs. Okay, we'll go downstairs, check it out. Got a little bit of wear on it, not bad. I have a play, I almost have a, I have a, somebody has a play field. He's going to send me pictures hopefully this week and I might be buying another play field for one. <laughs> of course. You know how I am. <laughs> Wasn't it red also? Yes, it's red. Somebody painted it red. It's not a great paint job. But I actually think it looks better than the wood grain. So I'm up on that. The guy's like, hey, it boots, but it doesn't start a game. So we're driving back, and Zach's looking at the phone because I actually had phone service up in Canada because of my unlimited Verizon plan. So he's looking at the schematics. He's looking at stuff. He goes, oh, it has to be in a certain position for it to play a game. Okay, so we get it back. We bring it inside the co-op like a day or two later we put it in a certain position and it needs a ball in the shooter and not in the shooter lane, but in the out hole start a game. Boom. Kicks out a game. We actually played the game on one position, but it does not rotate. So we had to work with the motor board. The, whoever worked on this motor board should never work on a board again because they put the IC chip in backwards. They put the resistor in wrong and they look like a three-year-old tried to solder to all the transistors. Mm-hmm. So we're up to that point. The chips just came in yesterday. Me and Zach are going to play with it next week. Hopefully we get it up and running. So when Ron comes out eventually to the co-op, since he's not coming next week. No. Well, why, what's next week? Well, we'll get to that later on. Oh. <laughs> uh, we uh, will have a functional Rotation 8. Will that be game 50? That would be game 50. Yes, I can finally go there. No more 49 game shit. No more 49 game shit. Where are you putting that? Right in the, uh, what, where the middle table is. It's going to be the table. So you'll have two cocktails in that area? Yes. Wow. Yep. Pretty neat, huh? Mm-hmm. Then. You got another game. I got another game. <laughs> One you've already had several times. Four times. Mm-hmm. This is the fourth. The fourth. Big game. There you go. Found it at an auction. Went down. Bid on it. Grabbed it. Very happy with it. Best backlash I've ever seen for a big game. Yeah. I sent Ron pictures. Mm-hmm. No blotchy reds at all. Well, it has red. Now, it has red. <laughs> it full has red. red. Full Solid, red. full red. Solid, full red. And I think I have that already sold. Boom, boom. What? What? I'm here to buy and sell, baby. So you didn't even want it? No, I saw, I knew somebody who wanted one, so I bought it, and he's like, I want it. And and you said solid, full red, and boom. Solid, just, full red. And it's in sale. Okay. Yep. It's in sale mode. All right. See? But we, I got to pay off some things, you know, some things, so it's just like a merry-go-round. Hmm. I might have a lead on a, uh alien star. Ooh. Yeah, that might be coming to the coop then. And, uh... There was another game I'm looking at also. That's just in the that's in the back back burner. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it could be a hurry, hurry, hurry time. Oh God, no. Yes. Hurry, 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 hurry. <laughs> if you if you wild the show, you know what I'm talking about. Why do you want that one? I don't didn't think you liked that one. That's the last one I want. Last turn I want. It really is. There's not many more I want. Maybe a Cosmic Princess, and it's okay, Cosmic Princess. It's not that great. You'll have to get it really quick 
Because it could Quick. be gone in a split second, man. Split it could second. be gone. It could be gone. It'd be gone. Um, let's see. What have I done? Well, oh, I still got more repairs. Oh, you got ass. more repairs up the ass. Up the ass. You've had ass repair. Ass repair. <laughs> Call me Farrah Fawcett. Call me. <laughs> oh, what the hell does that even mean? Because she got she died from uh, from uh, colon cancer. <laughs> Luckily, I mine got repaired. Uh, that's so bad. It is. Uh, but yeah, just, uh, customers games. Just, uh, it's, it's getting a little overwhelming now. The back is filling up. Ooh, the, the back of the co-op. Yes. With broken games. With broken games, customers, broken games that, ugh. All right. Every fuse being wrong, oversized. I oh. love how people just think like, this 20-amp fuse will go right in the 3-amp fuse position, and nothing ever is going to burn up. Yeah, coil's burned up. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. What did you do repair-wise, sir? No real repairs. I did some moving. Ooh. I moved because I had the Surface Safari was still in the living room. Yes, it want, was. I wanted to get it downstairs. So Yeah, Surface Safari. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... um. I broke down the Dirty Harry. <gasps> Dirty Harry's going bye-bye. Here you go, folks. I, I didn't say it that. Right. Oh, what do you mean? No. It's- it didn't go upstairs. It's sitting okay. on a pallet downstairs. So then I moved. I had I couldn't put the Surfing Safari where the Dirty Harry was because it's so f- tight. tight. It's so height. tall. The, the System yes. 3s. And, oh, and that that bit me in the ass. That Yeah, I, I will I will explain. So I moved the Dirty Harry, it, I put on a pallet, then I moved the um, World Cup Soccer over to Dirty Harry's spot. Okay, so two games over, three games over, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so where World Cup Soccer was, full ceiling there, so no problem. So now I got to get the game downstairs. I got to get surfing downstairs. By himself with his Escalera. My Escalera, and, and none of that was an issue. The issue That's is when I got, got to, the to the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I and knew it. I, you know, I had this in the back of my mind. I'm thinking, you know, the back box is so much taller than this. I hope it doesn't bite me in the ass here. And it did. It did. Because I got to the bottom of the stairs, and <clears> it's, <throat> it's to explain it's to, tight. to, to, explain to our listeners, there. it's kind of tight. But usually you get to the bottom of the stairs, you get the uh, hand truck out of the way, and then you just turn the spin game, it. spin it, so it faces the door. What is it? A... What would it be? 45 degree? No, 90 degree, degree, 90 degree. clockwise turn. Yes. And then you, then you can bring it through the second door and you're in. Yes. Yeah. And you couldn't I get couldn't the turn dolly it. out, could you? I couldn't turn it. No, I got the dolly <laughs> out. That wasn't a problem. Okay. I couldn't turn it. The back box is so much taller it, when it's, it, it wouldn't, there wasn't enough room to turn it. So and take the door and off. you can't, it didn't make any difference. You can't, oh, wow. you can't go straight out because. It's too wide, the the other the other way, width wise. Oh my! So what what the hell am I gonna? And I have it all the way. It's at the bottom of the stairs. I got the dolly out of the way, and it's just sitting there. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> where the hell's Bruce when I need him? <laughs> where, what, and I'm looking, and it's like I might have a way to do this because where the shelving is mm-hmm. on the side, there's some room. Oh yeah, there's, between there's the stairs yeah. and the shelving, and if I could slide the game to the right, then you can turn it. Then I can turn. I can get beyond where the stairs are, and then maybe I can turn it. Yeah. And I had about maybe quarter inch to spare. Nice. And I was able. As, as soon as I got it turned, I was just like, "Yes, 
I win. And then it was easy. Then, yeah, then, then it fit right through and no problem. But damn, Gottlieb, you with your weird... I mean, the thing is almost as tall as my Star Wars with a topper. Yeah, I know. It's so yeah, They tall. are humongous. They are humongous. Uh, then, it's like, so oh, big. While I was doing this, I noticed the the um, coil stop on the, the left flipper had gotten loose. Like all the, they were, the screws were coming out. And so I could have swore I Loctited it. So Loctited it again and cranked it down. We'll see how well it lasts. Their flippers suck so bad. I know Such they go for one of the best designs design. ever. Yes. One of the best designs ever to want to the worst design ever. Yeah. What were they thinking? We wanted to make it snappier feeling. And the stupid, the flipper bats with the screws on them. I, I oh, think I they were both loose. I had to tighten them. It's going to be a maintenance item now. Every so many games, tighten flipper bats, tighten this. It's just stupid. Yeah. So annoying. But it plays great. Everything worked good. If I have time, I will stream it before I go to Indisc. Oh, that's right. You're going to Indesk when we have a tournament coming up at the at the uh, I was going to say Silver Ball Saloon, ah, Rochester Pinball Collective. It's a birthday party slash bond launch party. Launch party. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> and I get to go to a launch party today. Oh, for bond, I would yes. assume. Yes. Yes. So I got three launch parties in the next four weeks. Very nice. Yeah, we have pinball around us. Yeah, I don't get to go to RPC anymore. Oh, why not? It's your own choice. Your own fault. No, you keep scheduling shit during the other shit. How about February 25th? Is that a good day for you? I thought you, the thing in February that you're doing is the same time I will be at, uh, at district 82. Didn't you have something? Didn't you have something February? Where is it? No, it's 25th. We're doing so when's district 82 stuff. Uh, hold on. Let, let me, let me double check. That's what I'm checking right now. This scintillating, uh, Conversation of tournament talk. Yeah, no one cares. Well, everyone wants to see you. That's why. Uh oh! Wait yeah, a minute! Wait a minute! I think it's changed. I think it. I think you guys changed it. We did. You did. Yeah, twenty fifth. Yeah, you made it the next week. Yes, we did because we didn't want to follow. Because the problem was the past three tournaments have been Western New York pinball nights for league. So it's like half our people are driving two times. Oh, wait a minute. Let's see. Hmm. That's going to be an issue. That's going to be an issue. I'm probably not going to be able to make it. I have a stair climb that weekend. You don't need to do that. Yes, I do. I know. I'm training for it. I'm doing the stair climb, Bruce. No, no, we, it, no we do it the opposite way in Rochester. We just push you down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could drive there... Afterwards, After yeah. the stair climb, but yeah. I really don't want to do that because then I got to come back the next day. It's stupid. But we love you. Mm. Come, uh, no, come I, to come to the pinball co-op. I don't think that's going to happen. We want you to stay. <laughs> come <laughs> to Jamaica. Are you Jamaica? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you picked up on it. I mentioned Surf and Safari. You're, are you supposed to be Rodney? <laughs> yeah. That's got to be the dragon who has a terrible, like fake Jamaican accent. Come on. on. How you doing, man? I'm on. (laughs) Later, Gator. Later, Gator. Okay. Um, Let's do the ball bag. Oh, my. So we had a couple um, guest request emails. And Mm -hmm. just to let you guys know, we have received them. One from uh, Daniel and, uh, Daniel and Dick. 
I think this is about the same, the same guest request. So we have gotten your emails. And you, we will respond. We will. You, you are in the queue because you're in the queue, but it won't be until late February. Yeah, yeah. We we have another guest, and we have two guests coming up, and that will push us out too. And then I'm on vacation for two weeks. Yeah. So, so, so we we're we, we respond to everyone eventually, just to let you know. Yes, we do include everybody. We do. Let's see. Uh, we it have... wasn't nice to have Zach last time. No, I love Zach. Does everyone love Zach? Tell us. Everyone loves Zach. That's where our ratings go down. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Actually, I haven't looked. Uh, let's see. You uh, should look right now. Now you, now you got me peaked. No. Ryan. This one's from Ryan. Ryan C. No, it's not baby. Ryan C. It's not Ryan C. It's fuck. another. It's another. There's more Ryans than just Ryan C. I, I what know. The fuck. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. It says, hi, all. Love the show. Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully you voted for us on the Twippies. Oh, God. It's just going to be like every... Hopefully you voted for us on the Twippies. No, we only can say it to the 16th. So this is the only show we can say it on. Oh, okay. That's true. There has been a unique lot of items on our local Craigslist. And I'm interested to hear your thoughts on the rarity and possibly insane pricing on these. Okay. So hold on. I have to go into our email. I have to go into our ball bag. Uh, yes, you have to go into our ball bag. It's... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it basically is text, text, test fixtures. Oh, gosh. Price reduction. Nine early solid state pinball text fixtures. $8,000. Let me see. I think for some were old ones, too, which is good. Hold on. I'm going to it. I want to keep this unique collection together. They will be sold as one lot only. They include a Bally display unit tester, a Bally MPU board tester, Bally solenoid board tester, Bally lamp driver board tester, an Atari pinball simulator. Mm, oh, I'm getting simulated already. <laughs> a Williams pinball simulator. Gottlieb Tester number one for System One games. Yeah, system One, I see. Gottlieb Tester two, also for System One. Gottlieb Tester three for System Three games. It was formerly advertised for twelve k, didn't sell, so I have reduced the price to eight k, and still hasn't sold. No trades. I want to sell them all as one. Yeah, I don't see eight even doing it. No, it's great if you if guess what if you want to own testers. It's great. They take up a ton of room. You don't want to be pulling these out and putting these back together. So you have to have a big area to do this with. Second, you want to make money now off these things to actually make it worth your while. Guess what? Even with my collection at the co-op, most of these would sit there and just collect dust. But some wouldn't. So it all depends on what you want it to be. I think he needs to break them up. Problem is, I'll never sell the Atari stuff too easily. The Bally stuff he would sell. Yeah, the Bally stuff. Yeah, yeah, the Atari stuff. Even the Gottlieb one would sell. To the one or two Atari collectors out there might like the the Atari one. Oof. (laughs) You can keep your uh, Time 2000 working, your Airborne Avenger, your Superman, your Hercules. No, Superman's different. How is Superman different? Superman uses a different board set. Okay, I Superman went, too, uh, okay, I went too far in the future then. You did. Um, you, yes. So this is all the old stuff, which is bad, which is the... The Atarians. Yeah, the Atarians and everything like that. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. So you would not buy that? I would not buy it at that price. Okay. I maybe five K. I'm being honest, five or six. Not being insulting to the guy, but some of the stuff you're not gonna sell and get a ton of money for. Some you will. Some it would make you money, like the ballet stuff. Ryan continues to say, regardless, I thought the items may be of interest and generate some discussion since both of you have done your fair share on of repair on old machines. Are these test units even useful to someone in 2022-23 trying to repair their vintage ballet machines? Or is this seller completely off their rocker? For As I said, if you're just for your home collection, no, it's, you don't need these. Guess what? I own 23 or 25 ballet slash sterns. That's my test bed right there. I knew it worked before. Let me put this board in there. Oh, this lights out, this lights out, this lights out. Okay, great. Now I know what's going on. Now I know which ones I need to fix with the transistors. Just a little more work, but you can still do it. Yeah, for an actual collector, I don't know how useful. Because no. most collectors are going to have multiples of, the, of different generations of games, and they can just yeah. use them to test. Exactly. This would be more for someone who's repairing games for other people. Yeah, or if you... Where maybe if you had a big humongous like a like a papa, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, next next mail is from. You gotta suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I'll say it's from. Uh, I'll, I'll just I'll spell it J E F E Jeffy yeah. Jeffy L Jeffy Ron. Dude, you gotta suck it up and watch Ready Player One. Seriously. It kills me being a reading teacher that you admit to not reading. I'm sorry. But still, the movie was pretty cool, too. I understand your argument about trying too hard with nostalgia, but I'm not alone thinking that this story movie hits the mark. I personally would say commit to the audiobook, but the movie is only a two-hour and 20-minute commitment, which is too long. Suck it up. Put on your big boy pants. Watch the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched the movie. You did? Yes. And? That's all right. Oh, my God. Why was it just all right? It's just all right. I like the one the one character I liked. I look it up. He's one of the Me Too guys that probably won't be in movies anymore. He was yeah. the guy that was in uh, Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool 2. He's the bartender guy. Yeah. He, the character he plays, I thought he was hilarious. Yes. But that's literally the one character that stuck in my head. Oh, and the guy that played the main inventor dude. Yes. They remind me of like a uh, weird data. Yeah, but that those are the only characters I didn't even realize till the end. Like, oh, Spielberg directed it. Yes, and other things like the the guy in the the library dude. Yeah, yeah. I figured like, okay, he's probably the other guy. I figured that really when he gives the him butler. the coin. Yes, like okay, that's going to come in somehow. Of course. Yeah. But it was really. It was cool too long. Outing. It was too long. Oh no, it wasn't. When it, when they're starting the what I thought was the final battle scene, I look. There's like 40 minutes left. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, it takes a while to play adventure. Uh they didn't even get that right. I know. At least when I played adventure, you, you, when you get the micro dot and you go into the room, usually you need to have another object in the yes, room yes, for the wall to disappear. You can't just bring the micro dot in there. I know. But in the movie, they just bring the micro dot in there and the walls open. Yep. I digress, but it was a good movie. No, I watched two movies. Oh, my God. Since we, Hold on. Yes. Hold on. I got to sit down, Lord. <laughs> so okay. I, I watched that one. Okay. And then the other one I watched was um, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. 
I watched that one. Never heard of it in my life. Uh, really? Yeah. Really? Being totally honest. It was a nope. hit movie. It's got uh, Short Rounds in it. Remember Short Round? I Temple of Doom? Yeah. Yeah. Goonies? Yeah, Goonies. The only two things I remember him in until exactly. I saw this movie. <laughs> that movie was awesome. Highly recommended. Uh, you have to text me the thing because I can't even remember the title that you just said to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything, everywhere, all at once. It's like the metaverse or whatever. The same stuff that um, Doctor Strange does, but it's actually good. Oh, the multiverse? The multiverse, yeah. It's the multiverse thing, but but actually good. It's got Michelle Yao in it, or you. Oh, I never I've seen, seen it. that. I saw the previews for that, and I went, nope. Oh, yeah. all, all in. Jamie Lee Curtis is awesome. Yeah, short round is fucking awesome. It's great. Yeah, I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, Sorry. Way, way better than Ready Player One. Way better. Oh, God, no. Way better. Okay, people, so give us your votes. Now you know the next movie to watch, and tell me what is better. Oh, that's easy. That's a, okay. Yeah. No, no, it's not, it's not Ready fans. Player One, that's for sure. I want our fans. Our, our listeners. Yes. Our fans. Fan yes, boys. I, yes, they're fans. We, I get asked for autographs constantly. I, I don't know about you. Let's see. What do we got here? This one, uh, probably we'll have to get back to this one because I yeah, haven't, I haven't read. I haven't read lately. I read when we first got it, but it's been a month, so. Yeah. I agree. This we'll is from uh, this Blueberry Johnson, yep. who's on, on yeah. Pinside. He, he sent a link to a th- Pinside thread that we'll have to look through because I haven't looked at it. I haven't looked at it lately, so. Wanted to know what we thought. It's about a six-month saga to design, build, and unveil an original pinball machine at TPF 2023. I deal with that every day. It's called Zach. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We will get back to that. Let's see. We got um, email from, uh, well, it says Chris, but it actually is signed Robert Mueller. So this is going to be interesting. Given I am only one human being, I can only commit to one half of the dumb and dumber duo as someone who literally, who lives literally 15 minutes from TPF. I would be honored to whichever, Half of Lloyd or Harry you prefer should you totally commit to being the other? You'll have to pick your choice because I won't be I don't know TPF. who Lloyd or Harry is. Are those the guys in the movie? That's from Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yes. okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Presuming it will be Bruce, it won't because he, he doesn't go to shows. I humbly request he form all sentences without Bruce's for the entire weekend. I yes. look forward to your no. legally binding yes. engagement. No. <laughs> I am a lawyer, after all, even if I am in prison. <laughs> Sincerely, Robert Mueller. Come on, Robert Mueller is not in prison. Not yet. Not yet. No, he's never going to be in prison. I think he already has a new job. I think yeah. we mentioned that. Yeah. Let's see. Then I uh, got one more from Glenn. Hi, Glenn. Former guest. Hi, Glenn. Playing in a tournament this past weekend, and a friend of mine tells me how the premium. Oh, sorry. this is about Black Knight Sword of Rage. Mm-hmm. Playing in a tournament this past weekend, and a friend of mine tells me how the premium has broken code. I ask, how so? He says, start a mode, get to the upper play field, and spam the stand-up target, and you can complete the mode without ever being in danger. I'm like, what? No way! Stern wouldn't leave a bug like that in the game. Fast forward 45 minutes, and I won the tournament on that game. And yes, I completed the mode with the ball up on top, hitting a target that wasn't lit for a mode shot. Did I cheat? No. You, no. You've exploited the rule. You exploited the rule. That's all it is. And I asked about that. I guess it's... It's only if you go up there and you, you, hit the, you hit it without ever draining out of the upper play field. 
Yep. You can finish it. If you drain out of the upper play field, supposedly then you can't do it anymore. So there you go. There you go. You've used the rules to your benefit. So now when you, of course, I would ask why that was in a tournament. Yeah. Pro you yeah. can put in a tournament. The, yeah. the, the other one, no, no, no. you just, no. you're asking for pain there. Yep. Let's see. That was the ball bag. Oh, and we should have guests on in about five minutes. Yes. Perfect timing. I told you we had to go an hour and a half. Yeah, we had to go even earlier. See? It's going to be exciting. We're going to talk with the Twippy crew. So we have our guests. Yes, we do. We have our guests. We have Will Odding. I say it right? Yep. Yeah, okay. that's perfect. Todd Tucky. And she may be coming on at some point. Amoto Harney from Twip. The Twippies. <laughs> the Twippies. This week in Pinball Awards. And Todd and Amoto are going to be hosting this year. And Will has uh, kind of taken this over from Jeff, who was doing it in previous years. So wait a sec. Hold on. Since Amoto's not here, we got our shot. We can jump in. What? We're going to prove that we can jump in and fill in at TPF. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, Bruce. <laughs> Bruce keeps wanting us to host for some reason. I, I, did, I, I, I did not want to host. I love that rumor. That was no, no, I, no. I got a better grouping. Screw Ron, me, and Dennis. <laughs> Dennis who? That would be awesome. From Eclectic Gamers. Oh, Dennis. Because there's David Dennis, and then there's Dennis. Yeah, no, no, Chris, no, 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 no. Okay. Dennis. Dennis from Eclectic Gamers and me. Okay. We would rock it. All right. <laughs> and then Ron's out of it. And then Ron doesn't worry about it. Well, before we get started with the Twippies, why don't we do some, you guys do some backgrounds on yourself for those who may have no idea who you are. So we can start with Will. Yeah. You, um, so my name's Will Odding. Um, I jumped in with Jeff and Twip about five years ago, um, working on the website and kind of being behind the scenes with Jeff so that he could you know, put out the content. And I would focus on all the technical side of stuff. I also was on the Twippy committee and helped out with the voting for the Twippies for that time period as well. So Jeff just recently decided that he wanted to focus more on his career. So he got out of the pinball ring, or at least the Twip ring. And so now I'm kind of taking up the mantle. I'm working on doing the Twip posts. I'm now in charge of getting the Twippies all up and running and making sure it gets you know to the show and to the Texas Pinball Festival smoothly. So that is, you know, that's my background. Okay, Todd. Yes, that's me. <laughs> well, uh, I've been doing this. As a business, since 79, uh, I was involved in it for, that's 44 years now, but it's been longer than that because I got involved with it perhaps eight years before, but not as a business, just as a hobby. So I probably have more time and energy, I think, than anybody, which is not that and, you know, a dollar I'll buy a soda out of my machine. You know, but still, we're still up and running, and every year is a is a challenge. Everybody knows that. Any small business, we I've sold well well over thirty thousand machines to over fourteen thousand people and companies over the years. I've actually kept track of most sales. 
I still use a Rolodex card system. I have it on computer, but um, it was, uh, I do it mainly to piss off my haters. I'm involved right now with this nasty thing with the Punny Factory, the new smash hit pinball that's coming out from the new manufacturer, Pinball Adventures. The guy's a scumbag, but um been giving me trouble, even though he caused it all. But other than that, and ruining my book, I was hoping to get this book out, and he's kind of screwed it up, and it's tied up with my lawyer suggests not to bother, but uh, he says it's just going to cost you money. So, so other than that, it's uh, you know um, we're we're pushing forward. We got our new twippies coming up, and the interest level seems to be very high. That's what I I've seen. So these are very important things I think in our business. So I think every year that you guys have done the twippies the interest and excitement has grown. I'm sure you see that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and I, and I want to say, Todd's uh, the uh, first name you hear when you talk to anybody that's just getting into pinball. That is, I mean, your videos are, are what people are drawn to and what people find. How many videos do you have on your YouTube channel now? Well, edited, there's 17. I just uploaded 1,745. Unedited and live, I have over 700. Wow. So I got, you know, over 25. That's why I was shocked that I didn't get nominated for the streaming because I, mm-hmm. my God, I do so many damn streams. But uh, everybody is feeling the same way. You can't hire everybody. That the only sugge- Or you can't nominate everybody. Right. The only thing I was going to suggest is a lot of people were unaware of the period yeah. of time yeah. to yeah, nominate. We- yeah, we definitely need to get that pre-vote period kind of more out in the public, more recognized. But Todd, I just wanted to you know thank you for agreeing to join us as co-host for the Twippies. It's it's going to make it definitely humorous and a joy to watch. So I appreciate it. And, and it's it's important to get people, especially the kids. If you noticed, all of you, I'm sure have noticed that our kid level is increasing because that's our future. And uh, getting people into say children the children involved. are the future. <laughs> yeah, that is part yeah. of our goal as the Twippies too, is to kind of just spread, you know, the knowledge of pinball and the hobby, and make sure more people know oh. about it. And, uh, yeah, we we do uh, see that. We see it actually at shows. I've seen it at Allentown. Of course, you've been to Allentown, Todd, and you know, yeah. and, and you see families are coming more and more. So that's the bright spot of it. But you know, right now. Financially, I don't know if people have the extra income, as we would like to say, as they did maybe even a year ago. So it is a hard thing. But hopefully with the Twippies, we can actually show that there's greatness in this hobby and we can promote it in a positive way. Well, what are the Twippies, Will? (laughs) What exactly are they? So the Twippies, um, we are a People's Choice Awards for pinball, and um, we celebrate the manufacturers, content creators, and you know anybody else that's out there trying to spread pinball and spread the love of pinball. So currently, um, the voting is open. So since it is a people's choice, it's a public voting process. Um, voting is open now at the twippies.com, T-W-I-P-Y-S.com. Um, it'll be open through the 16th of January. So make sure to get 
out there and vote. Um, we definitely want you know as many people in the hobby to express what they like about what happened in 2022, about the games, um, about the creator, the content creators, and um, we also have homebrew locations and multiple other categories out there for you to vote on. So make sure to get out there and vote. Do we have any in the future? Like, are, are you? When, I know you guys have a group of people that first set up the stuff. Do you see anything in the future being expanding on more awards coming out? Like more categories? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, every year we talk about other categories. This year we actually reduced the number of categories. Yes, we, that's why we I was kind bringing of, that up for that yeah. reason alone. Yeah, we actually <laughs> went down in some categories. And part of the reason for that was we kind of wanted to – focus a little bit more on the show itself and that show is going to be a live show i know in the past we kind of put out the word that we might be recorded only and then put out like as a premiere on google uh, or youtube later but we've decided since then to actually do a live show some of that actually was from the input that todd gave and the tpf crew that we work with there at texas pinball festival where the show is going to be so it will be a live show. You will be able to watch it on our YouTube channel on TWIP. And that will be at Texas Pinball Festival in, I think it's March March 25th, which whatever that Saturday is. Yep. It's March 25th. That Texas runs. Yep. So, yeah, make sure to get prepared for that. And, you know, you can go and like um, and follow our TWIP YouTube channel so you can be notified when that's ready to go and up and running. So. Ron, you have your tuxedo already for <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't have my tuxedo already. <laughs> but you will get to vote on the following categories. We have best theme. And I'm doing this if you go to Twippies T W I P Y S dot com, you will be able to put your vote in. The categories are best theme, best animations in display, best toys and mechs, best sound. Best Rules, also known as the Lyman F. Sheets Jr. Award. Best Playfield Gameplay and Layout. Best Artwork. Game of the Year. Those are basically like your game categories. Then we have Favorite Pinball Streamer. Favorite Pinball Podcast. Favorite Pinball YouTube Channel. Favorite Pinball Mod. Favorite Pinball Website. Favorite Pinball Location. Favorite Pinball Convention slash Event. And favorite pinball topper. And then there's also a homebrew category. You can vote for your favorite homebrew. And the site has descriptions of all the different homebrews. And actually looks like it has videos for several of them. So if you want to see how they play. There are links to some of them, yeah. Oh. And I do want to stress that, you know, when you go and vote, you do not have to vote for every category. If you feel you don't know enough about a particular category or don't want to go research about it, you can skip that category and everything's good. I also wanted to say that we use a ranked choice voting system. So you can vote for your first choice, second choice and third choice. And um, we use those to kind of rate each of your choices, give them points. And we think that gives us a little bit of a better understanding of what people's favorites really are. Mm-hmm. So um, what's the deadline again for voting? Deadline 16th. is, yeah, end of the 16th, January 16th. So Ooh, we're right. about halfway through our voting process now. And I know when, when you vote, it asks for your email. Is it, Do you have any safeguards in place so someone can't just vote 50 times with 50 different emails? 
Yeah, we um, we do. We have other data points that we look at, and we do have a whole process after the vote's done, after the 16th, where we will weed through all those votes. We'll get rid of all the duplicates. We'll get rid of fraudulent ones. We'll make sure that we have the best data possible to really represent um, what the community, the pinball community as a whole, was looking to vote for. We also, um, I know this is brought up multiple times too, there's there's this theory that there's a lot of paid votes or somebody's paying for votes. We, as a Twippy committee, are actively looking at all those. And if we hear about it, we investigate. We have to talk to nominees. And I do want to stress that if you're a nominee, keep in mind, uh, we have the right as a Twippy community, our Twippy committee, sorry, to remove your eligibility if we find there's any, anything that's questionable about your voting or what voting you got. So we do take it very seriously. You know, we think that the security is important. We also, though, want to stress that we don't want to limit who gets the chance to vote. We want the pinball community as a whole to vote. We're not trying to be restrictive on who's voting for it. And we think that helps us just really determine who's, you know, who is the favorite. We want to represent the whole community. Now, I have another question about the voting. Sure. Uh, if somebody votes for the same thing, first, second, and third, you're really not giving six points to somebody, are you? Correct. Yeah. Okay. We, I, want, I want to make sure people understand that. Some people yeah. do do that and think they're going to, I'm getting six points for somebody. Yeah. It's not really that way. Yeah. And we do try to spell that out at the top of the ballot that any duplicates in the same category will be eliminated. That's that's part of the process afterwards. We go through second choice third choice and make sure they're not the same as the first. So those that get removed, unfortunately, there's not a good way. We've technically, we've tried to do that automatically and there's no consistent way to really do that with the system we've got. So we just do it manually after the fact and try to make sure people know those will get removed. Okay. The ceremony itself. Can you give us any, uh, Insight or any tidbits, preview tidbits, tidbits since, since we have one of the hosts here and, and the, the organizer, what we have to look forward to? Sure. Yeah. So we're kind of focused on voting right now. So the show is not yet, you know, we haven't really spent a whole lot of time getting ready for the show. But like, you know, Todd Tucky and Emoto are the co-hosts this year. It will be live at the Texas Pinball Festival. We want to give a little bit more time this year to the pinball locations. Kind of want to make sure that they get, you know, their time so that we can help, like we said before, help like spread that pinball love to everybody else. So um, I think what we're planning to do is talk to the pinball locations and kind of get them to give us a little video about their location so that more people know. And that way we can show that off during the show. So that'll be involved. What else? <laughs> Todd, do you have anything you want to talk about the show? Well, I thought the format last year was fine. I guess when you said you wanted to do like a rehearsal, mm-hmm. I, which did you do a rehearsal last year? Yeah, last year we didn't really get a good chance to do a rehearsal. We met with the TP, TPF crew beforehand but unfortunately didn't get the time we needed to really rehearse. So like you said, Todd, like this year we are planning to meet together to do a rehearsal. We've also talked about doing a Zoom call to kind of to do a dry run before we even get to Texas 
just to give us an understanding of the flow and how things are going to work, how we're going to work with injunction with the video. So we're going to try to really focus on that to try to clean it up, make it a better production for the actual TPF. This is something very important that you have to think about. Twippies, in everyone's mind, is like the Oscars. So if anything goes wrong, they're expecting it to be like this perfect show and production. That, that's what everybody expects it. And they don't realize that it's, it's all done of, on a volunteer basis. And nobody's profiting off the Twippies. You know, nobody. And it's a lot of trouble, a lot of work. But people just have this, I guess, feeling that, you know, it's getting paid for by advertising and, and all this stuff. So everybody's standard is really weird on this. Yeah. And that, that's what I have detected. You know, and people, you know, well, they should have done this. They should have done that. And I said, well, there's a whole bunch of things you should have done. Maybe you should join and help next year. Yeah, and and, uh, and what I what I try to stress is that you know this the Twippies are I mean it's a celebration we're trying to celebrate you know what happened in 2022 and that is our focus we want we want that celebration to be for the manufacturers and those people that are getting awarded and and get some recognition for all the hard work they did um, now I do want to say that we do have sponsors the Twippies do have sponsors it in no way yep. makes up for <laughs> the costs. <laughs> Yeah, let, let's face yeah. it. You can never get compensated yeah. for all the time and energy. You know? That is very true. Yeah. And that it's supposed to be, you know, a high class. I'm going to lower the class down when I appear. <laughs> you know, high class uh, event. I just want to know who's going to come up and slap you in the face when they get their award. You said Oscars. <laughs> That's true. That'll be Frank. That'll be my Frank. <laughs> Frank will come up with some. And is um, Amoto doing all the video packages? Actually, no. No, not this year. okay. We, not this yeah, year. We are actually um, <clears throat> we're farming that out. We have her name's Casey. She does all the video for us for Twip. We're gonna have her do the video part, so that kind of helps free up Amoto to help run some of the other parts of the show and and focus more on the production. And besides that, uh, like we're also doing, you know, this is you know our my um, theory is like. You know, prior prep is good. So um, we are also trying to come up with some information for our presenters because we also heard that some of the presenters really did, kind of didn't know what was going on as they were presenting. So we're hoping to get kind of a outline for them on what they need to know, you know, how to use the mic, just basic information like that. So they're prepped as well. So. All right. Sounds good. So Ron and Bruce, are, are you um, going to be at Texas this year? I am not. Bruce doesn't believe in shows. I believe in shows. I just, they don't I, exist. I'd rather spend money on pinball machines. Uh, <laughs> I, I will be there. Ron will, will be there. there. So wink, wink. There's your presenter. No. Yeah, I was going to add. No. Are you interested in presenting? No. <laughs> if I was going, I would have definitely. You know Bruce would have done it. Yes, yeah, he would. Yes. I would even got my best T-shirt tux out ever. T-shirt tux. <laughs> All right. I think – Pretty much covered the Twippies there. Yes. I have a question for you guys. We always ask this of our guests. You got to give us a game you like and a game you hate. 
<laughs> wow. Why is wow. that always yeah. wow? Todd's there. That's easy. Will's there. Oh, it's going to be hard. I, I don't understand. Let's start with like then. Let's start with like. A game you like and why you like it. So I've not been in the hobby as long as Todd, so I have a, a smaller pool of machines to, to choose from. But the one I always get drawn to, the one that I think's the most humorous and I enjoy the most every time I play is Deadpool. So Deadpool is probably my one that I can't live without at the moment. Nice. Wise choice. That's so we're, we're giving opinions on your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Which you normally do, right? Yes. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> I have, believe it or not, I have not had the option to play that very much because we sold so few of them and I didn't have one in the shop long enough. I thought it was okay. My first reactions were it was okay, but it's not fair. I didn't, I haven't played it, so I can't draw any more conclusions. I wasn't blown away. I was blown away with Stranger Things. I fell in love with that and uh, the monsters and everybody dissed them. And I thought they were great. And boy, did they go up in value? Jesus. You see, Bruce, stranger things, stranger things is the game. It's an incredible game. And they were sitting in my warehouse. Nobody wanted them. They were making fun of it. And said, you guys are so wrong. And I I bought a bunch of those uh, underworld kits. Thank goodness. And then suddenly they started to fly out the door and, you know, and that was that, and they went way up in value. But I think the greatest game made in the last, hmm, I'm going to say greatest game made since Theater of Magic. I just bought brand new for me. I have not bought a brand new game for myself since Theater of Magic, and I have it here at TNT for everybody to play because I want them to experience incredible marvelous pinball at its very best and that is tna it's an extraordinary wonderful piece of equipment and brilliant design just an amazing piece of the game so that is mine that's my number one game okay all right games you hate oh <laughs> what's to start I can go ahead since I started first last time. Like I said, I, I'm limited, but my game that I can never really get into is the latest Star Wars. I, it just, oh, I can't do it. It just doesn't do anything for me. Ta-da! <laughs> Sorry. Starting the whole time for the likes. There we go for the hate. I'm right up there. Woohoo! Oh, God, don't tell John Board. I tell uh, Dwight all the time. <laughs> Yeah, which Star Wars? The John Borg Star Wars or the Steve Ritchie Star Wars? There was multiple. So it'd be the Steve. So I've added the Data East Star Wars. I I enjoyed it. It's the Steve Ritchie. It's the oh, latest Star Wars. So. The new one. Oh, oh, oh. New one. I kept. I was thinking Data East. Okay. Oh, there's so many Star Wars ones. Yeah. There's four. <laughs> All right, Todd. What do you hate? Well, you know, it's the worst of every world. Every point. And that's Motordome. It's an absolute piece of shit. And at every possible angle, it has one redeeming feature that it is the only game. It started with this, and the next person that did it, they waited 10 years and did it with uh, Frankenstein. Motordome 
allows you to select one of three levels to play, and the rules change for each level. It was a brilliant idea, but executed on the wrong game. You could play one, two, or three. If you play three, there's no memory. You have the light stuff starting at the beginning. If you play the easy one, it pre-spots stuff. But the gameplay is so wretched, and it's just... I just did another video on it, pointing out all the horrible things. The sound and the art and the total lack of anything to do on this game. It, it was just... And it got through, and... Uh, it did. You know, Road Kings did it a thousand times better. You know, I guess at the time, that's when they were listening. Remember the old days when each manufacturer was listening about what the other guy was going to make? And they all released a game within a few uh, weeks of each other. You know, Monte Carlo and Millionaire, yeah. Strange Science and Genesis. I mean, it was just, it was so amazing back then. They were all... So were they, all com- they're, they're like fighting com- for the same theme? Yeah, they, yeah. Wait a minute, they're making a haunted house theme, you know, or they're making a mad scientist theme. So they, even Capcom did it with uh, pinball magic and theater magic, you know, and that kind of yep. stuff. So, uh, interesting. so it really was. The cabinet was horrible. It was that flake board shit that falls apart? Who made Motor Doom? Bally. 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 Huh? Bally. Sixty-eight oh three. It really, yeah. And the, the circuit boards were so close to the back, if you tried to push on the chips, you shorted everything the hell out. God, <laughs> oh, what a piece of shit. And they had a screw-in light All the screw-in light bulb. bulb. Yes. <laughs> actually, actually, now there's something interesting. Valley, that was the only game in pinball history that had a bulb. It had to be a fluorescent. And the fluorescent's critical to light that backboard. When the fluorescent, it's one of those circuline bulbs are like 40 bucks. Although Steve Young has a pile of Bally Motor Doom fluorescent bulbs for sale for $7 each. So I, I actually suggested to people stock up. But that stark white in the back really helps the art, which is rotten anyway. But it was a circuline fluorescent light in the back. Nobody ever did that. This might be the most hate anyone's ever had for a game that <laughs> we've had in this segment. Hey, hey, yeah, just... Really hate motor, though. Well, think about this. That giant ramp. That hu- You know how big that ramp is? It's huge. It's the biggest ramp ever made. Biggest single ramp ever made in a pinball. And there's not one switch on it. Not one. In the front, when you enter it, there's a gate. So when you enter it, you push a gate, the ball goes up this ramp and swings around to a flipper, and you have one shot to shoot it up. If you miss it, it could come back to the flipper or it could go down one of the other two ramps. But when it goes down the ramp, it doesn't even hit a switch. So when you exit that big ramp, the game never knows you did. It's the stupidest, dumbest, I mean, you know... Motor Dome, what's your price for... F- oh, sorry. I, I like to match up the Tina Turner Thunderdome. Oh, God. I, you know. <laughs> we don't need another hero. We don't need another Motor, motor Dome. dome. <laughs> <laughs> motor Dome. <laughs> but everybody has to... Everybody always asks me, what's your worst game? So I finally had to think about it and say, that's got to be it. 
I mean, there's other weak games. I call them weak, but I don't hate them. There's a lot of weird, weird games that should have been good, like Nine Ball. That game is so friggin' ass weird, and and it has glitches in the programming, and they never fixed, of course. But it's a neat game when you play it. Everybody gets hooked on that, and they don't want to sell it. That's an odd one. I'm just coming up with odd games. <laughs> we we should have an odd game club. Q, I win. Which oh Q, yeah, you know what? What an odd game. That's an I odd mean, game. You got Q, you got the, what's the other one with 30 zillion pop bumpers? Oh, that's the... Is it Going Nuts or the other? I always get them confused. Uh, there's there's Going Nuts, and then there's the other Gottlieb that's Ready, Aim, Fire. Yeah, Ready, Aim, Fire has the five pop bumpers. That's fun. You know what? That game is actually fun. Ready, Aim, Fire. With no holes on the play field. I mean, you talk about no need for a driver board. <laughs> it's... You know, it just has the, there's no multi-ball, so it, it kicks the ball, it has a, a coil for the kick-out, it has a coil for the knocker coil, and the pop-bumpers run off the pop-bumper boards, and that's it. <laughs> like nothing on that game. But people, when we have it in the showroom, I've had a few of them pass through, people say, wow, this is kind of fun. It's very simple. You can master it pretty quick. I have a game in my showroom you guys have never seen in your life. You never will again. Michael Jordan? No, you, well, no. Th- that one still shows up at shows. It's called Chuckaluck, made by the Game Plan Corporation. It's a cocktail table, or I like to say cocktail. <clears throat> but anyway, it was to replace the real cigarette cocktail tables when they lost the contract to make it. So. Here we got this big company game plan. They came up with a set of decals to cover up the real cigarette advertising on the play field. And they changed it to Chuckaluck. And it's a fa- it's in beautiful condition, too. So I'm going to say there must maybe a half a dozen left in the world. I've never seen one in my life until I got this one traded in. So really weird. So that's a weird one. Chuckaluck has nothing to do with theme. What what is Q? I've never heard of Q before. Q was Stern's last game. Is it just the letter Q? No, it's C U E. Oh 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 oh. And then there's the flippers are reversed. Six produced. Yes. Huh. Yep. <laughs> there's like what like sixteen pop bumpers on there. That's crazy. They're they're dead bumpers. Ah. That's how you hit them, and they yeah. You, you try to get all the numbers. But one of them... Yeah, one of them is an pop actual pop-upper. Yep. One at the bottom, before the reverse flippers. It's absolutely wacky. <laughs> and they and it still it, has and spinners. Still has spinners. It does. Because <laughs> it's a stern, and that's required. It has the word Q. It's the biggest title ever made on a game. <laughs> it is a player, so it has two seven-digit glasses in there, or one seven-digit and one credit window. And uh, there's six of them. And Rob Burke has one. By the way, I don't know if you're aware of this, Rob Burke is going to be opening in May perhaps the largest display museum gameplay where you can play everything of pinball and video games in the world. That's in Ohio. Ohio, yes. Yes. Yeah. going to be huge. 
And, and actually, if you've gone to Expo, you've played a lot of the games that you, you will see there. Have. Correct. And he's got some really good guys that are overhauling him. Last year's Expo, not the one in October, the one before, his games were like all broken. And, and these new guys in one year got all that stuff cleaned up wonderfully. The, the, his games are gorgeous now. So he found the right men to get him running. And Jeff Oler has been filming at his new location. But they're not opening until May. They're going to have food. It's going to be a restaurant. It's going to be big. Because he bought an old Kmart. I think that's what it was. There better be a blue well, light special in there. Blue light special. <laughs> that's the blue Actually, light that special be game. That, you got to have that. That's a good suggestion. Maybe I'll suggest that. Blue light special. <laughs> Uh, so Will, any more Twippy stuff? Um, no, I think we covered it. It just make sure to go vote out on twippies.com and be ready for the show at Texas pinball festival in March. Amoto, what do you have to say? Crickets. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be oh. great. It's awesome. <laughs> Check out Marco pinball. Buy your parts there. There. That's right. I do, though. I need to say that she's, I mean, I'm very grateful to Moto. She's been a big help with the Twippies. She's a great sounding board. She's a promoter. She's a show wrangler. She does a great job. And she's part of the reason why I knew that even without Jeff, that we could pull this off. So without her, I, it's, you know, it's not possible. So I definitely have to thank her for, for all her work. Uh, Just see, somebody posted this on my Twippy, vote for me, Twippy. I don't understand why they do it like this, Todd. Apparently, there is a period of pre-voting balloting, and if you aren't chosen then, you don't even get to put forward to be an an option for a vote. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we already talked about that earlier. Yeah. Uh, I what we could do is, and I think you should start the promotion like December first or even earlier, Thanksgiving weekend, and say, look, we need ideas. Vote for people. You know, and then start circulating. Yeah, voting yeah, that that pre-voting, time. yeah, that pre-voting happens in November, and we definitely need to get that the word out some more on that. You know, we've done it like one of the first few years we did it without the pre-vote period, but because we allow people to write in their nominees mm-hmm. for like mod and the topper and the homebrew, it takes a lot of time to make sure and go through and kind of merge all those write-ins together and make sure they're, we're getting the vote for the right people in the right category. So that's part of the reason we do that pre-vote is so that when it comes to actual final voting, it's really simple. You get a, you know, you get your top 10 or so, and it makes it a little easier for us then to round up those votes to get ready for the show. So but we definitely need to get the word out more on that pre-vote. All right. Well, thank you guys. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Todd. And And everyone. And make sure to get your vote in by the 16th 16th of January. 16th of January. Thanks guys. Thank you guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks. Bye-bye. That was a moto. And that was Todd and uh, William from the Twippies. Yep. No moto. No moto. Although she, she just, just messaged, just us. messaged <laughs> us. Whoops. Whoopsie. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, that was good. Don't forget, there's another there's another award show coming yes, up. Yes, there is. The Pinball Network. 
Yes. That was half the pinball awards. Yep. And they changed it again this year, it sounds like a little bit. What do you mean again? It only had one year ever. I know, but still they changed. They're making it better, I guess, you know. They're modeling it after the game awards. So yes. they changed it. It used to be called that what the pinball industry awards. Now it's the pinball yes. awards. Yeah. And you can you can vote. Yes, your vote matters. If you play enough pinball and stuff. Well, no, actually, no, there's there's the judges. Yes. Which we qualify because we have a podcast. But they haven't said if we've got it or not. Uh, Yeah, I applied. I haven't gotten anything back. I applied, too. Yeah. Never got anything back. And the good thing about their thing is if, if you apply, whatever you're in does not you do you don't have a comment on whatever you're in. So with well, us podcasters, yeah. we don't get the vote on podcast. We don't get the vote on podcast. Which is the way it should be. Yeah, well, truth be told, for the Twippies, I never vote on Podcaster. This is why we fucking lose. This is why we fucking lose. Because you don't vote for us, asshole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, they have um, – you can vote as the public, and it's something like your vote is like 10%. You know, it's yes. 10%. So that you do have sort of a voice. And people were griping about that. What is only ten percent? Well, they're not trying to do it as a popularity contest. No, that's yeah, that's the that's, whole point. That's that the, is one of the that, that's the way they want to do it. The that's why I think it's it's cool to have one. You have one popularity that contest, way, and, and one is an award by the peers. By the peers. Yeah. What's wrong with that? You know, they can all coexist happily, folks. Pinball can be a nice, happy environment. Just like Punny Factory. Punny Factory. <laughs> When is that coming out? Was that Pinball oh, Adventures? It's never come Aren't out. they Canadian? They're Canadian, right? Hey. Yeah, eh? Yeah, where, where's that pinball, eh? Where's the pinball, eh? They're they're pissed that Rush got made before they released their game. I Damn know. it. Damn it. It's so Canadian. We can't on can we can't out Canadian that. No, we cannot. But uh yeah. So we are the Slam Till Podcast. Yes, we are. This has been episode one ninety eight. You can reach us at slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And just think, this is not going to be the last award show we're talking about either. <gasps> There's another one? There's, There's another, another one? one. Oh. There's another one. Ooh. Are you degenerate enough? I don't know. Are you? Am I? Am I? Ooh, are you, are you, are you, are you getting am. subtle clues or not so subtle clues? <laughs> I know. I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> you are very degenerate, sir. I'm the classy member of the team. Classy Freddie Blassie. <laughs> All right. Pulled that one right out of my ass. Yes, Classy Freddie Blassie. Yes. He was a good friend of uh, Andy Kaufman. Yes. <laughs> he made a movie with him. He did. Was it Lunch with Blassie or whatever the hell it was called? Yeah, something like that. They it did was... with Dinner with Andre, but they had Lunch with whatever. I, yeah. 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 Well, you know, brother, I didn't do any wrestling references. No, you did not. That's right, baby. It's about the American dream of American pinball. When's, when's Galactic Tank Fourth coming out, baby? It was supposed to be out last year. Now that's, that's right. We're going to make two or three games a year, baby. We didn't make any games at all. <laughs> Zero new games, baby. Yikes. I just I saw a clip of Dusty Rhodes playing in a charity basketball game. Oh, God, that's been hilarious. It was fucking we... awesome. He's doing layups. He's dra- draining three-pointers, running up and down the court. Like, holy shit. Damn, that's right, baby. I'm the all-American athlete. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. I, I was like, wow, when did this happen? I yeah, want to see this game. I'll post the link website now because I have to see it myself. The, uh, just the, just the look up uh, Dusty Rhodes basketball. There's only like one clip or two clips. Okay, I'll have to look at it right yeah, now. Yeah, it it's, it's good. Um, so, and our website is www.slamtiltpodcast.com. You can check us out. 
up the uh, upper right-hand corner. All our uh, links are right there. They're great. I will be streaming Surf and Safari, hopefully, if I can get this thing edited quickly, which, <laughs> which is probably not going to happen. <laughs> I might start right. editing as, <laughs> as soon as we finish. Uh, <laughs> and we love everyone in the pinball world. We, we love you all. So yes. vote for us for the Twippies if, yes. if you care to, because I feel like we, we have to say to that. We would love to see you vote for us because uh, we, ha- we have fun. And vote for Silverbell Chronicle second. Second, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and if on the other podcast, I'll say it the reverse. Actually, we already recorded the other one. So, yeah, I, I won't get to do any plug for Twippies on that. Oh, well. Oh well, but oh, well. see, see, he he treasures us more. So we've been doing this for six years, going on seven. Going on seven. Jesus Christ, seven years! Wow, so much. Oh, and thanks. Uh, even though he he said we couldn't post it or anything, but thanks, Ryan C, for the kind words that you, oh, you yes, sent us. Yes, he that was very nice. Love. We love us some Ryan C. Yeah, Ryan C, we love. Right. I think that's it. You sure? Hi, friends from everyone. Oh, hi. Oh, every, yeah, everyone in the everyone world. In everyone in our, our clusterfuck. Thank you. Oh, hi, Zach. Hi, Zach. Hi. Follow up bonus. Follow yes, bonus, of bonus. course. Uh, oh, we got one talk. One more thing. One more thing. One more fucking thing. Oh, my thing. God. In this three-hour podcast. Yes. We're all in states. Oh, we're all in the state finals, which yes. are at Rock Fantasy, which this puts Bruce in a real weird position. Are you playing, Bruce? I am in. Oh, my God. You're not going to create a scene, are you? Me? You're going to be behaved? Yeah, I'm going to be behaved. I'm yeah. not going to, because you and Zach are there, so I'm not going to have to listen to you and Zach just complaining the entire time. Oh, yes, you will. Zach is the number one seed. Yes, he is. Ron is number six. I'm number six. I get a buy. He gets a buy. He gets $60 guaranteed. Really? I said, I didn't even know there was a buy. And I looked that up. I couldn't find anywhere that mentioned a buy. Yes. You get a buy. The first date or buy. That's because New York has the top 24, 24. instead yes. of the top 16. And we get Steph involved. The pinball princess will be there. Yep. She unfortunately has she has volunteered to stream. I don't know how she's going to do that. Oh, God. I don't know how she's Physically, there's no way to get anything around there. And, yeah. They have three yeah. separate areas. Wireless is completely out. You're literally going to have to take a laptop and go to each game as it's being streamed. That's... I do yeah, not I envy that. I don't envy at that at all. all. I, Kudos to you. You are you are a maniac, Steph. I would never have volunteered for that. So we get to go down and play at Rock Fantasy. I'm surprised you're not going down today for the Rock Fantasy. Uh, uh, it's Sunday. Bond. It's, it's Sunday. Bond. It's Sunday. Bond. I can't. Bond. I don't. I don't go down Sundays. Bond. <laughs> yes, yeah, so a world famous Rock Fantasy, Bruce. Get it right. Ah, I love Rock hey, Fantasy. Hey, Steph, what are you doing today? Oh, stop. <laughs> Get my stream going. <laughs> I love rock fantasy. I know you don't, but whatever. What else? Um, Dusty Rhodes is up on our Facebook page. That's right, baby. You can watch him <laughs> think a three-pointer. Make a layup, With baby. Lex Luger and Sting also. Yeah, yeah, I saw Lex Luger and Sting and Barry Windham, who was like 6'6", so he probably could have actually played in the NBA, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. There you go. I think we're done. You sure? I got to do one more thing. Oh, you got to do one more thing. Oh, you got to do your gimmick. And I don't know anybody. I've been so I was so. So you're gonna look up, look it up while you're uh, doing. Yeah, I was so mesmerized. Like, well, thanks everybody. We're starting off a new year, a year of excitement, a year of positive pinballness. We're still here, gonna stay here. Are we? Are we? Yeah, we're gonna be. Yeah, yeah, we are. Don't worry, not going anywhere that I know of. 
Oh, either. And you can thank Bruce. You know, he convinced me to come back. Yeah. I wanted to end it, but he just wouldn't let me do it. I, I had to make you suffer. Yeah, That's I had all to make that matters. You suffer. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, uh, you're all set? I got one. You got one? I got one. Okay. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Robert Sheedy. Oh my my, oh my my, this edit's gonna really, really suck. Blow. <laughs> oh my my.